0: Well, we want to thank you all for the latest podcast of the Denny Artachi Show. I have a very special guest, so happy to have her here. And I want to remind you that you can catch this show uh, on Spotify, uh, iHeart, Apple, Amazon, Pandora, and I have a YouTube channel as well. You know, we we try and talk about different people, and, and Julie here has been uh, a friend of mine on Facebook. She really inspired me because she went through something that we never want to hear, folks, and those three words, you have cancer. And so uh, Julie had this, what was it, five years ago that you had it?
1: It was, well, it was 2016. Okay. So it's been, I've been five years cancer-free, but it was exactly six years ago this month. Mm Wow.
0: You know, you posted those pictures. You had lost all your hair. When it happened to you, um, I know you have kids, right? And in fact, they're grown up by now. I know it was hard on them. Were Were you married at the time? Were you single, dealing with this?
1: I was single. Um, okay. I had been divorced a few years, and I was a mom. I'm a mom, single mom still. Single of, mom. Of, <laughs> mom. Yeah. Yeah, and I had um, two. My twins were sixth grade at the time, and my oldest was in eighth grade. So okay. eleven and thirteen. So so busy.
0: How did you know that you had it? Was it be- from a physical or?
1: Well, I have breast cancer in my family, so it's something okay. that I had been doing the mammograms and the self-checks from age 40. Um, so but you I, did it every year? I did it every year, okay. but there was a gap. You, life gets busy. So at 42, I did not. I skipped
0: really? Skipped
1: that year. And in February of uh, 2016, I was 43. Um, it was Super Bowl. You know, I'm a huge uh, football fan, Absolutely. so it was uh, yeah. it was Super Bowl Fifty and um, grilling out. Had friends over, mm-hmm. and um, you know, went in, got out of the shower, put on a jersey, and when I was getting dressed, I noticed in the mirror that there was a little, you know, asymmetry, and I thought, well, this is kind of strange. So didn't think much about it. Got dressed, went out, and we grilled and did everything and that night after the game um you know came back in and and got changed for bed and I thought you know this something doesn't look right
0: sure and sure
1: taking a, a self-check I felt a pretty sizable mass so it was so
0: you didn't I open you felt okay but mm-hmm. you just noticed and I you felt had fine. skipped uh, for those of you listening please <laughs> this is every a, year huge. so so your doctor basically said to you hey if you if you would have done your regular screening we would have caught it
1: most likely could have picked it up a year sooner had i been more vigilant so you know i completely dropped the ball and that was that's one huge takeaway if you know you have family history if you know that there's a possibility yeah just push yourself to go get that screening done
0: and you look so, so healthy. You you pretty much eat a good diet. You like to exercise. It's I, not like you're a smoker. No, or, or, no
1: smoking. I'm not a, a really uh, a drinker at all. Not even really socially. So uh, there were there were no signs that mm-hmm. would have led me to believe you know I wasn't well, wasn't healthy. So it was just that moment. I don't understand. So. I
0: swear that they're they're. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but they must be messing with the food. I told you when you agreed to come on the show, that I wanted you to talk to others who are in the same position that Mm -hmm. you were. Because I know four people going through stage cancer, uh, or some in stage four, Mm -hmm. some in stage two.
1: Right. And
0: they're all breast cancer. What are they doing to our food? My God, these are young women in their 40s. Right. Getting and, breast cancer.
1: And that's the scary thing. And I had, uh, you know, family history on my mother's side. So she
0: had breast cancer.
1: Well, my grandmother and okay. my, my great aunt. So okay. my logical conclusion was it must be genetic. And okay. the, one of the first things they, they did is whisk me in to have genetic testing, have the blood work and have all of the genet- genetic testing done for the BRCA genes and for anything else. There was Nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Nothing. So, so they tell you, you know, you, you, obviously you you felt the mass. You went in for a checkup. Mm-hmm. They do all the tests. And what, a week or two later, they tell you the good um,
1: news? Yeah. No, but, it was actually within a day. So Super Bowl Sunday, um, February 7th. I was in for an appointment to have a mammogram done um, on the 9th, two days okay. later. They called me on Wednesday and said... You've you got know,
0: cancer, yeah.
1: This looks really suspicious, and we need you to go in and, and talk with a, a general surgeon and have a biopsy to figure out what's going on. So you didn't on. know
0: you had cancer at So I didn't point.
1: know. Okay. You know, and of course you read it, and I go, yeah. okay. Yeah, this doesn't sound good. And everybody says, well, you know, it's okay. You know, you don't know. it's It could be nothing. It could absolutely be nothing. and And they were correct, but I did go through the steps and did the biopsy and within a week. Yeah. So, you know,
0: I, I told you in private that I can be as bold and brave as I think I am. I would probably break down like a baby if I was giving a (laughs) diagnosis. So anyone that I've ever friends or family that have had cancer, I always made it a point to not say anything stupid, like, Oh dear, it's going to be fine. You're going to get through this. And you're like, Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you you but, have no idea what I'm going. I know they mean well, but that's probably what you don't want to hear when you're in that situation, right? I mean, it,
1: it is and it isn't because I will say that you will learn when you go through a process like this of of being so grateful for yeah. the support that you have, and it doesn't matter what they say because people don't know. They don't. You, you don't yeah. know until you're you've dealt with it yourself and you struggle. It's an awkward conversation. What do I say? Right. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I, I, I'm here if you need something. Right. You know, I had friends that said, oh, but you're going to get a great set of new breasts out of this. <laughs> they did not and, say and, that. and they did. And <laughs> I thought, wow, this is friend? really, Ah, oh, I'm 43. I, is there something wrong with me before? I don't know. I, I liked myself before. So, you know, but this is people saying, okay, well, here's the way you look at that. And I'm thinking, okay, right. that might be someone's silver lining. It really wasn't my silver lining. But they meant, well, I, no one has malicious intent when they say I, these I, things. Yeah, I
0: would. Th- you they know. don't. What do They you really say? That, That's why I try and minimize what I say because I don't want to say anything stupid because I don't know what that's like. If I had it, I would say, hey, you know what, Julie? I went through it, and let me tell you what I did because I, I, I also – as hard as it is, it's got to be very important that you have the right mindset when you go through this. It, you know, it you is, can't I have a defeatist. A no. I attitude. think that's
1: the biggest the, the biggest takeaway I think is to have a positive attitude, but that's across the board yeah. and you know, and I think it's okay to have your days where you don't feel well and you go through that motion too because there were plenty of days where I just not feeling defeated but yeah. just didn't feel well. And, it was and, hard to
0: get up, right?
1: And you have, to, you have to recognize that too and say, it's okay, I can have a day like that. But rather than to harbor over these things that I can't control, okay, what can I do though? I can go sit outside even if I'm not feeling well. I can go sit in the hammock or a rocking chair. I can listen yeah. to the wind chimes. I can read a book, put on some music, something that is soul soothing in that moment to Um, maybe get
0: your mind off just to
1: kind of a little escape doesn't mean you have to get in the car and drive somewhere or engage you just have to if you know
0: if someone gets this diagnosis Mm. i would think most of them the first thing they want to do is maybe go into the internet and find out as much information as you can right and maybe Mm -hmm. get a second third Mm -hmm. fourth opinion is that what you did when they told you i mean did. Did you say, well, that's great, but I'm going to see another doctor and see what they say?
1: Right. Uh, I did. I mean, I'm a very type A personality. So for me, it was I want to get all the information yeah. then I want to plan out. What am I going to be doing? When is it going to happen? Who do I need to take care of my kids? What, you know, what is this going to look like right. for me? But I researched it. Um, in my case, uh, my case, the uh, HER2 positive is um, has a very good prognosis okay. with treatment. A um, lot of drugs out there and medication to shrink the tumor. Um, I did opt to have the double mastectomy because it was advisable. After the chemo, um, they did chemo first. So that was mine. The,
0: the first thing you did is. First thing was, yeah,
1: six rounds of chemo. um, And then I still had to do another medication for an additional six months through IV after chemo stopped. So it was a lengthy process. This really went on over the course of probably two and a half years. It it was a lengthy process. Um, but you
0: never did radiation.
1: I did not. Thankfully, I did not have to do the radiation. Well, when do um, they
0: decide that you need radiation besides the chemo?
1: It's it's very much depends on the type of breast cancer that you have. Um okay. and you know, mine they were able to give me a tumor shrinking drug along with the chemo and it shrank it. Incredible. I mean, it it worked incredibly well. Really? Um, what drug
0: was that, in case someone's listening? That, um,
1: it's called it's, Herceptin. Okay. Herceptin and Pergetta were the two medications that helped with that. Um, okay. But I had a really great group of clinical staff that I trusted. I had a surgeon that I absolutely thought the world of. And if anybody's looking for a, a general surgeon or someone specifically in, in breast cancer, um, he was amazing. And I can tell you, I put my... Everything into his hands because I felt so you strongly. You felt that
0: comfortable. Now, folks, if you are away. listening, I, I I don't want to have Julie's number, but call my office line five six one five three seven five eight nine seven. The number again, five six one five three seven five eight nine seven. Julie is so wonderful to do this because this is a very personal thing that you went through, and my God, uh, I remember you posted the pictures of where you were bald. You were still beautiful. (laughs) She's a beautiful lady, folks, inside and out. She's a Christian lady. And you're also in the medical field, are you not? Mm -hmm. I am, yes, I do.
1: I've been in the medical field since I was 20, so... Does it and make in, it
0: harder because you're in the medical field dealing with in, this? In
1: some aspects, yes, but in other ways, it's much easier because I do okay. see a lot of, we see a lot of patients who struggle with, do I move forward with finding out and investigating or do I just kind of put my head in the sand and go, oh, let me see what it's going to be like in six months. And it really is better <sighs> to just move forward. And, and
0: if so you're not wait happy, for I would say,
1: do not do not wait, you know, seek medical attention. If you're not happy with the team that's helping you, Okay. because I, I did experience that as well with um, my uh, chemotherapy group. Um, I loved the group, but the particular physician that I was with initially, I just thought, I'm not on the same page. Right. This person seems incredibly busy. And I feel like I'm just a number. And I went to someone else. You know, I I grappled with it because I don't like to rock the boat. But I did seek out someone else in the group. And it couldn't have been a better experience. So you have to be your own advocate. You absolutely have to be your own advocate. And you know what you're feeling.
0: Yeah, I would want, if I'm in that position, I definitely don't want to feel like a number. I want a doctor to answer my questions. This is your livelihood. Yeah. It's your
1: health. It's your well-being. This is how you're moving forward, probably for the next six months, eight months, one year, two years. So it's very important that you're comfortable. with So who how you're long do
0: they tell you? Hey, we've confirmed it. It's cancer. Mm-hmm. How s- they say immediately you should start your round of chemos, right? When
1: I had the biopsy done yeah. and it came back with that, uh, the pathology report the following week, um, I found this lump on the seventh of. February. Yes. March 4th, they placed the port Mm -hmm. under the skin to give the medication, and I had started by the 7th of March, chemotherapy. So it was a matter of two weeks, two and a half weeks, really. Okay.
0: Um, Very quickly. Did you follow a certain diet that you think helped?
1: Um, I can tell you, for me personally, with chemotherapy, nothing tasted good. (laughs) I struggled. My diet was milk. Ginger ale when I didn't felt feel well and mashed potatoes. <laughs> that I mean I can just be honest I, I didn't do well. I did not do dad, well. My dad I lost him so. to
0: leukemia and I remember it was just terrible that he just had no sense of taste and it, he's like, it's awful. Why do I I don't even want to eat? It's know? awful. Um, but you have to force yourself
1: you do i had my mom fortunate for me my mom uh, was able to come and stay with me for a week around my chemo treatments because usually the day and the day after a, a treatment i did fine i would spend seven hours on a friday being infused i would go home i would rest and then fine on saturday and then by sunday i would start to feel nauseous but my mom was there and would encourage me. So a couple me. of days later, a couple is of days later, it would usually hit really seventy-two felt. hours, forty-eight to seventy-two hours later, and
0: yeah. then it
1: would be a five-day window of really not feeling great. It would be ups and downs
0: because you're killing um, healthy tissue as well.
1: Absolutely, I I lost seven pounds the first week after chemo because I didn't eat anything. I, I just couldn't even force yeah. myself to eat anything. Um, it was it was rough. It was really rough. Um, but what? i did gain momentum afterwards so i'm you it, did. it does okay. come back around it it does because your body tends to adjust to it you know you after that first dose second dose you go okay all right this is this is what's to be expected yeah you learn what you can tolerate little bits you know and and i say whatever you can eat i mean i don't know i've w- had family members that have gone the extreme and they'll eat wheat grass only they've done Cut right. out every bit of sugar.
0: Right. Because st- sugar supposedly is very right. bad for cancer. Um, also, I think anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. type of diets mm-hmm. are good for recovery. Less animal protein and right. fat. Right. But again, my God, if you, if you don't taste anything, I, I uh, you know, people complain about COVID that they lost their taste. That's right. And this is nothing like this at all. And so... You know, I think that most people would want at least some chat lines to talk to someone. And it it probably has to be someone besides your family and your mm-hmm. friends
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that someone could be have a neutral ear and listen to you. Yes. Because, you know, your family and friends were so emotionally attached to it.
1: it, it definitely, and I would encourage that. And I do think that your team of medical professionals mm-hmm. are great a great resource for that. Okay. There's also a lot of forums online where you there can are, reach out and it? talk. And I met other cancer survivors through my process. Um, my very first treatment, I sat, picked a, I chose a window seat. You know, on the second floor, and I thought, well, this is pretty. I have to be here seven hours. It's a beautiful window, and there's oak trees. So I sat on the back side by myself. Everyone else was sort of in the center aisles getting their chemotherapy. And I thought, all right, well, it's not unlike me to go against the grain. So I (laughs) sat on the outside and I had this phenomenal individual walks around the corner. And this is, you know, me thinking, you know, God just always has a plan. He, He just does. And this gentleman walks around the corner and he says, all right, you've got a University of Florida Gators, you know, zip down hoodie. I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> That's great. He was an attorney from um, Stewart, Florida, which is where I was born. So and he was going through cancer treatment. He was himself. going through yeah. treatment as well, and we became cancer mm-hmm. buddies every single, every single session, and it helped me so much get through to get through that really tough time. Really, I really struggled navigating so anybody that you can sort of make a connection with um on any level is helpful it would seem like
0: it would be so easy for to say poor me Mm -hmm. oh god how could you let this happen to me it's not fair and you're a lady of faith Mm -hmm. is that what really got you through it
1: i i definitely i have a a strong um base in faith um, it's just at one of my, it's just part of my core values. Um, and I, it's what I do. I, I pray, I think, I, you know, I, I listen I, and I do believe that there are outside powers of being and, and, and it is very important to me. So I gravitate I to told that. I told you,
0: I spoke to uh, Ellen, who's mm-hmm. a Reiki healer, very spiritual lady. And, and it's true, the power of God but it's so hard when something like this happens. You you do start questioning. You do feel it's natural to feel sorry for yourself. So what do you do? You reach out with some forums. Try and get some neutral parties. The pictures. Oh my God! When you posted them on Facebook, when you're bald mm-hmm. and uh, you know you're you're smiling in them. You're still like uh, we all would like to be that way. But until it happens to us, how do we know? I mean this. There, there must have been times where even though you, you had faith and everything, you were like, oh, my God, th- this may not work out. Mm-hmm. But for my family, mm-hmm. I've got to be strong. Yeah. I know when my dad was going through his worst time, I, uh, I don't want to get emotional.
1: It's tough. It's, it's, it's a very emotional, I, I had it's a, to, I had emotional to, I had to walk discussion. outside of a
0: room and cry because mm-hmm. I said I cannot cry in front of him. Mm -hmm. I've got to be his rock I've got to be and I never said anything stupid like oh dad you're gonna be fine I was just like I know you feel like shit dad Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's get through today I love you so much yeah and and I had to step outside to cry in private because I wanted to be the rock for him Mm -hmm. and so that you know a few of my friends that I've seen go through this it was the same thing I don't want to say anything stupid. I want, you know, a lot of times people just want someone to listen to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't even have to say anything. Yeah. And I think if you're out there listening, folks, and you're going through this, help is out there. There are a lot of resources. And unfortunately, I, I really believe they're doing something to our food and environment because cancer is just out of control. We we don't talk about it because we're focusing on and you're, you're, the last couple of years, you've been blasted with this COVID thing That's because it. you work in urgent care.
1: So a lot of these things have been overshadowed, and we don't yeah. talk about them. They're not at the forefront as much anymore. But it, but it is incredibly important to get your screenings and to stay on top of it.
0: It really um, is. And if
1: something doesn't feel right or look right, and it doesn't matter whether it's breast cancer or any other type, you know your body. If something seems off, absolutely investigate it for sure. And and just like you said, you know, being there and being open, having somebody to talk to, it's it's incredibly important. And I'm available. You can always reach out to 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 Denny. I don't want to give your number because there'll be some guys looking at going,
0: "Hey, I wonder what she's doing for dinner later on."
1: But you can certainly reach out to Denny. I am more than happy because I've spoken to a lot of people because I had a lot uh, a lot of women that had gone through it and were such
0: and they really helped. They were
1: helpful to me. Yeah. I mean because it's a whole it's a whole thing it changes everything everything it shakes you to the core trust me and i thought i was a pretty you know solid person i felt good about myself i was not this person who you know would shrink away or shy away from situations and you go through this and you go wow yeah. I- i've lost my hair i've lost my eyelashes and as much as i would love to say that doesn't define me that's a huge part of your <laughs> yeah. identity and sure. so i would get up in the morning and go
0: oh my god i, I yeah. feel
1: sick because i look in the mirror and what i see is a bald person and to me it it made me feel sick even if i even if i was feeling okay that image sure was like this is what you associate with someone who's struggling and not well and Um, And that was another thing. I went out and I was very fortunate to have a a hairdresser, a hairstylist that was so good with me um, before I lost my hair, which was about nine days after my first chemo. It happened that fast? That fast. That fast. I mean, it was coming out in in clumps. And I was so thankful Mm -hmm. that I was on the preemptive side of things and I had picked out a wig. I had already you know, had that in a box and I didn't have long. I only had a month. So between being diagnosed and really yeah. straight, I mean, it was everything happened quickly, but call a girlfriend or, a, you know, your mom or a- anyone who will go with you and say, Hey, tell me what you think about this style. Get something that, that makes you feel like there's a sense of normalcy. Um, when that happens, because it was rough. That day, that, that picture that I posted of being bald yeah,
0: yeah. was the
1: day that my head had been shaved. And it was okay. on a Sunday. I went in to my stylist who did it on a Sunday.
0: You were the prettiest bald person I've ever seen on you're Facebook.
1: Very, you're very, you're too kind. I'm You're, love you're kind. too kind. You still kind. had
0: your eyes. and. You're you too know, kind. <clears> what made you all so beautiful is you putting it out there and saying, listen, if it happens to you, you can get through this because I've been through it. And that brings me to another point. Every cancer survivor that I'm grateful to talk to, boy, you really don't sweat the small stuff anymore after going through that crap, do you?
1: You don't. We just, we talked about that. (laughs) I came in and I realized, you know, it's raining and it's 90 degrees out and And 95% humidity and I forgot a brush and my hair's kind of fringed. You know what? These are little things. These are little things. The traffic, the line at the grocery store. It's it's. You don't think about those things like that of anymore.
0: It. I'm a flawed man. I mean, as, as smart as I think I am, I remind myself how stupid I can be with certain things. And, you know, you had to also be strong for your kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you probably had to cry in private as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Because well,
0: you didn't want them to see, oh, my God, Mom, you know, she's afraid. That's it. And you had to put on that face of like, no, I'm good, you know. Uh, that's why
1: you're going to make me cry. I because... don't want to make you cry because <laughs> no, but... I want,
0: you know, the impactful of this. Thank you so much. Uh, you I always know you as a deep thinker. When you motivated me a couple years ago, I sent you my book.
1: You did. <laughs> and I
0: sent you a CD of, that I sang Sinatra for my mm-hmm, dad. Mm-hmm. See, because life is about crying and meeting people that inspire you.
1: And, and sharing have, meaning And share and things. have a life of yeah. service. Yes, I agree. That's
0: what life is all about. It ain't about, let me make <laughs> as much money as I can and be an arrogant star. That's right. And, and you know, it's about...
1: It's about because, the real connections, yes, the genuine... Because we do all have these things to share. You if know, if, we if someone
0: else has been through it, then maybe I could. And I'm hoping that someone listening to this podcast will take away that, oh, okay, now... I understand what she's saying because I'm feeling mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And also, if you don't have cancer, please do not skip the screenings. I I see my doctor every year and I go through the screenings and... Um, I'm not due for my next colonoscopy for another four years or I five. Guess. Yes, that's always a great procedure, uh, right? And I go, man, you, with technology, you can't figure it out any better. You like, can't stick a camera on me or so. nope, nope. This is the best way do to do. Can't just do the
1: X ray and right through. Can't you just? You see can't it all? right. I know. I know. And
0: so. It, um, so. Five years ago, so you went into remission. What four years ago? Five years about ago?
1: yeah, just about five years ago. Yeah, just about five years ago, which was With, good. And I'm still, I still go every four months. I still have blood work done, and six to months be sure, I have. Yes. I. It's just it's that's where I am currently. Hopefully, it'll stretch out to a year at some point. But right now, it's still in every four to five months. It's blood work and bone density scan because mm-hmm. of a medication that I take to suppress the. Um, estrogen which is what fed the tumor to begin with so you know again just one more sure. thing but it makes your bones very f- fragile um, so you have to
0: follow a diet because so of so I
1: do and I have to take calcium and lots of yeah so um, you know it's a it's a whole change of everything your whole life yeah. really does feel like it's been changed um, from your physical you know what you see in the mirror the scars um you know everything and it goes deeper than just that so it's a lot and as much as it was about me at 43 sure. you know i had relationships moving forward i know friends that were married um, were in relationships and their partners also suffer with this because they don't know how to sure respond and how to be supportive and how to back away and what's too much and what's not enough. And it's a lot. So I really would encourage not just people who are going through the cancer, but mm. their support system as well, especially a to, spouse or someone. It's got
0: to be easy to be angry. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. again, oh, my God, I'm a good person. How could this be happening to me? Right. And, and you know, it's it's got to be normal to feel that way. Right so it's only a person that is extraordinary to not be that way
1: right and it's tough and you have to feel all the emotions because oh, i think yeah. i think they all come um i can remember after the mastectomy about a week well maybe maybe not quite a week later but about four days later and taking off the bandages and my mom was in the bathroom with me helping and and mm-hmm. you know we, i hadn't taken a shower yet and it was like okay she's going to help me with this and I broke down. I just said, I can't believe
0: <laughs> this yeah. is
1: happening to me. Exactly. You know, I can't believe this is what I'm looking at. The bruising and the scars and the it was so traumatic. Right. But I wanted to cry privately away from my children because you do shield those people. Exactly. That, you know, the little That's people right. and your family members, because you don't want them to grieve with you. You don't want them to feel that that angst my um, dad... with you
0: my dad cried with me and only with me. He didn't do it Mm -hmm. to my mom. Mm -hmm. And and again, I I don't want to break down thinking about it that he just, he grabbed me and Mm -hmm. he hugged me so Mm -hmm. hard and he said, I don't don't want to die. I don't want this to happen to me. I can't, you know, I'm afraid. And all the things that you, uh, and so, you know, I was there for him. And it's so hard because uh, of the fear, the unknown. But let's talk about, you're in remission, you've got the best news you've heard in a long time.
1: Good news. Yeah. Did you
0: make like, you know what? I'm gonna do things differently going forward? You know,
1: I did that prior to even hearing that. I you really, did. I did, because yeah. um, probably six months into it, as soon as my last chemo treatment mm-hmm. ended, and I had surgery, the moment I could drive, I went to visit family in Ocala. I couldn't wait. My grandfather was ill, and it was I was able to spend the last three days with him. And that was important to me because it was tough. It was really tough. Yeah. And I had missed out on months um, with family and doing things that were important to me.
0: Simple Th- things. Simple yes. things that
1: we take for granted, right? Yeah. And And I did. I just said, you know what? I am from now on, it is, it is, I'm taking an hour for myself every day. And it's, I call it my power hour. You'll see me. I post about it because it is. And it doesn't matter if it's a walk on the beach or, you know, taking a hike somewhere or fishing or whatever it is. You have to is. do
0: it. You post Take some that. great stuff. You do. You Take go that hiking. Take for yourself. I see you. Uh, uh
1: fishing. I, I'm you doing all the You have your gator shirt and everything. You go to the
0: Swamp land to, <laughs> I do. I'm always to, to the thing. Well, a thing. Well, that was game. the first
1: thing I did <laughs> was <laughs> I said, I'm getting a ticket.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was a last minute, yeah. you know, November game against South Carolina. And I said, you know what? I'm getting a ticket. I don't I'm care. Gone. And I yeah. sat right down there and it was a whole bunch of Carolina South Carolina Gamecocks that I was surrounded by (laughs) let me tell you we're still friends to this day they were amazing um and that was fine but that was the very first thing I said I'm not gonna let this hold me back um I'm gonna push myself to go do these things regardless yeah
0: that's got to be one of the things that as you go through this your norm is thrown out the window
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so for you to get back to the norm was like oh Thank you, God. Right. Now let me uh, embrace this even more. That's it. We talked about it in my office. That's kind of where, even though it's a different thing, that's kind of where people are with this COVID thing. Mm -hmm. We're so punch drunk and trying to get back to normalcy Mm -hmm. somehow, some way. And, you know, like COVID, I bet you found a lot of misinformation with cancer because, you know, there's people that tout they have a cure and they raise this hope. And, and, you know, that's got to be frustrating with itself. Well, who do I listen to? Do I listen to my doctor? Do I do my own research? And uh, because there is a lot of, you know, misinformation out there, and you can only stay positive for so long.
1: Right. Well, I think you just have to have a healthy dose of, you know, sensibility with things. I yeah. mean, yes, it's great to get on the Internet, and it's great to look um, and do your research that way, uh, but I think having good dialogue with, Providers that you trust yes. is, is paramount. And if it means getting a second opinion, um, I just happened to get extremely lucky with the first one that I chose. Um, and that was my experience. But using some sensibility, modifying your diet, your exercise, whatever it is, but trying to be healthy on the inside, you know, really, yes. really doing a little soul searching. And thinking not just about the factors that you can't control and can't change, but what you can change. And you can take some time for yourself and to get up in the morning and and have a little clarity if it means taking some quiet time and saying, "Okay, I need to have this or I need a little space. I'm just going to sit quietly over here or I'm going to go take a drive or I'm going to go sit down at the beach. We're very blessed in Florida because we have, you know, we, we just our backyard is. You couldn't... It's paradise, so...
0: I was just telling someone know. this, that in... This area here, within 25 miles, you can go to the beach. You can go hiking. There are parks. You can go golfing. So many things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm wondering, when you were going through this, were there any surprises that you didn't expect, which were actually good when you were going through Like, you're like, oh, that uh, that went better, or I, I'm surprised that that went so well, or... Were there any, I know you had the negative surprises, were Mm -hmm. there anything positive during this whole ordeal that you found out either about yourself or the process?
1: I would say just, you know, we're so consumed with what's um, on social media. We're so consumed with that. I think just the relationships, the genuine relationships that I made through the process, whether it was, whether it was sitting in uh, the office getting infused um, or talking to people You know when i would go into uh, there's a shop that if anyone needs any prosthetic uh, you know enhancements or um it's called secretly yours but all all of that if anybody's struggling and they need because it's a very sensitive subject but for women it's it's a very delicate subject um and when you go through surgical procedures and whatnot you may need a little help and assistance there but how humbling it was to go in and, and see other women in the same setting, struggling with the same issues, some far worse yeah. than than my situation. And it, it, it just makes you think how grateful, how grateful you, you, you can be with either your support system or what's available to you um, and the friendships, the relationships that you build along the way i think that was one of the things um uh, the gentleman that sat next to me passed away about a year and a half after and it was uh i I struggled with that you know i struggled with that because he was just a, a great individual um his wife is a judge here and she would come with him and sit through his his therapies as well, and then she would leave him and go do some shopping and whatnot. And I guess she figured he was in good hands because we would talk football or hunting, or we knew all the same ranches, all the same places all along the Treasure Coast because he was also local. And uh, those are the things that matter. It's just taking away that genuine connection. So it really with surprised people.
0: you in a good way how genuine mm-hmm. people were and how giving people they were, were very
1: receptive and, and open. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I, my God, I would hope so. Um,
1: you would hope so, but you would, you know, I think you would be surprised because I, I work be in healthcare, and I, I feel like we see patients, and and we do have providers, or we have staff sometimes that are a little bit closed off, and maybe we lose that sensitivity and that compassion. Um, uh,
0: right, and I think a lot of them in in the medical field, what it is, they as they have explained to me, they have to desensitize mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. because otherwise. It would kill them at the dinner table every night. Yeah. And and so, you know, they have to do that. But still, if you're the person suffering from something, you want compassion. You want understanding. You don't want someone coldly treating you mm-hmm. like a number, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. with the first one.
1: With the first one. And was, was so, people, but... mm-hmm.
0: you know, you're. You, you know, none of your kids are going to go to, uh, there are no Gators, right? I
1: have no Gators. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I've really got surprised one. you couldn't talk I, them
0: into going to University of Florida.
1: They didn't. My, my oldest they, is they happy over it. at Rollins. She didn't okay. want a big school. And then um, my youngest one's a musician and that's his big thing so you, you couldn't pull the guilt know, like you nope, owe me or anything nope, nope couldn't nope. even so i have a, a an upcoming crimson tide i don't even know how i'm gonna i don't know how i'm gonna grapple with that so. but you're
0: happy that uh, nick saban this is his last year uh, this
1: is it this is the this is it for nick saban so i may <laughs> have to go and and catch a game while while she's up there i'm gonna
0: bet that you're a tim tebow fan
1: i'm a huge tim tebow fan and um I think that is probably one of the one of the things that definitely I think I read every book that Tim Tebow had out. Yeah. Um, Shaken came out right about the time that I was diagnosed and that was one of my reads. Yeah, most most so, women
0: just say, Why can't I find my own Tim Tebow?
1: I would have been happy. You yeah. Would have been, if I right? would have been, you know, twenty <laughs> years, twenty five years younger, yeah, I think so. But how old is
0: he? He's,
1: he's um thirty, okay. maybe I don't know, thirty-four? I don't know. I don't know exactly. He's still
0: popular among la- he is married now, right? He's
1: married, All he's right. a beautiful wife, they're just an amazing power couple. So okay. couldn't be happier for him. But the days of watching him in the swamp, yeah. Those were those were great. Those yeah, were I'm sure. great days. That was the, that was
0: a heck of a team. He didn't have to be the fanciest, best quarterback. He basically uh, made sure he didn't lose the game.
1: It was here, it was here. Yeah. And and I think that that was really one of the takeaways. And that's kind of how I navigated and and jumped into the whole. I'm going to take this on. It's like, okay, well, you're like a Tim Tebow in the in the home crowd at Florida. And you go, well, all right, we have Nick Saban coming to town. How am I going to how am I going to get through this? You know, and you, you be prepared, have your coaches give you the playbook. But you're gonna you have to execute that. Are you, you talking have to. cancer
0: or football? I'm talking here? cancer
1: and football. Okay. You know me. But right. but you have to, you know, you have to put your mind in the best possible, you know, place to navigate. Um
0: So in your practice now, do you
1: hmm?
0: uh, I know people have they slowed down to covid testing or is it still pretty It's no,
1: it is really slowed down. We've gotten back to a lot of urgent care, which okay. is such a welcome. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's so welcomed to it's see. It's like
0: people couldn't see their doctors or go to the hospitals because covid had taken up the space.
1: Well, we were hours of testing for covid. And and there's still quite a lot of testing, you know, for travel purposes now and mm-hmm. and we still we we still do see Covid positive, um, just not nearly what it was. Thankfully, we are. I we think are many so happy. have it
0: and don't know it because mm-hmm. the strains have have gotten. Uh, thank God, uh, they're less as, as lethal and and right
1: a little more watered be, down. Watered down oh, yeah. from
0: the original one, and but man, I, I I had my friend talk about it, Randy, on Tuesday. It's not going away mm-hmm. for us to think that we can wipe out viruses. Right. Uh, you know the other thing that like not just myself, we wonder why they haven't cured cancer. You know, they've cured everything else. I don't like to think in conspiracy theories. I somehow believe they could do better and Mm -hmm. have other treatments besides. Mm -hmm. But pretty much it's chemo and radiation, right?
1: Chemo and radiation. That's all
0: they're doing. It's not like they say, well, we caught it early. Let's try a different diet for six months. Right. They immediately have to go and cutting it out, mm-hmm. for, for, I hate, that's a terrible term to use, but either shrinking it right. from, and, and th- there are no other treatments right now as we know.
1: I, that's That seems to be, that seems to be the case, um, yeah. you know, and, and who knows, you know, when, when I was talking to the genetic counselor and, and when I was doing the genetic testing, um, you know, she said, we don't see any breaks here. We don't see where it's a genetic issue. Um, environmental, stress-related.
0: you think stress you know, causes cancer? I know it ruins a lot of lives. It's, I, I you I know, would like to eradicate my stress. I would but,
1: love to, to think that stress doesn't play a part, but I, I don't know. I think yeah. there's probably something to it. Uh, I, my guess, I suspect that it is certainly environmental, things that either we're eating.
0: I know that I've read... But, More than a few times mm-hmm. that we all have cancer cells in our bodies, mm-hmm. but it, it, they only take and manifest or grow based on factors like how we eat, right? Where we work, chemicals mm-hmm. and stress has to play a part mm-hmm. because when we're stressed out, our body breaks down.
1: That's it. That's it. Well, and that's why I found. I told you I was. I was so impressed by. Um, Ellen and listening to her your your yes. guest and mm-hmm. I thought wow I need more of that in my life I, will I give really you need to I might number. need her number because <laughs> Ellen
0: you have someone who wants to meet with I you I just might she need is to She's a wonderful lady deep thinker very, mm-hmm. Christian lady mm-hmm. um, loves what she does Right And yes we talked about it cuz it's true the body uh, the mind breaks down first the body follows mm-hmm. and And I understand this world is getting so crazy by the nanosecond. I mean, I can't. I can only watch so much news because it's a bummer. That's it really is. I
1: told you just prior to starting this that a girlfriend and I were talking about it and saying, you know what, we've we've just kind of disconnected from things because... On social media. On social media, um, you know, just on t- television in general, everything. You turn it on and it's nothing but negativity. So I did notice you don't negativity. post as much as
0: you were doing like, say, six months ago. I really
1: don't. I've kind of gotten away from it a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I'm still... I enjoy it because I do love to keep up. You know, I have family across the pond. I love to keep up with my family in Scotland and out of the country or out of the state. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to, to, you know, have that connectivity. Um, And... I'm looking at buying a piece of property and starting a little farm. So I'm, I'm on there looking at homesteading kind of and all this kind of stuff. I just want to grow my own fruits and vegetables and oh, have a yeah. few chickens. Yes. So <laughs> this is kind of my next plan. So this is what I'm thinking. So I'm on, but I just make sure that what I'm ingesting mm-hmm. is, is good stuff, you know, that it's good for your mental health. Will be. Right, it, it, it's so funny so. because
0: I've never. I like social media because it, I, I promote my business, mm-hmm. I promote my music. Um, I I caught up with people that I had not seen in so many years, and a lot of it is funny. But then there's the other side of it that. You'll never see me post on someone else's page, blatantly disagreeing mm-hmm, with whatever mm-hmm. they, you know, they posted.
1: You don't want to go down it, that rabbit hole. I don't want I to mean, go down that it's, rabbit it's hole. It's horrible. If it, if it I repulses me. You, you just go, gosh. What?
0: <laughs> I just go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they're not having a good okay. day, and it's all good. Um, to
1: each their own.
0: Exactly. To each their own. Yeah. So that's kind of like, um, if you don't like something, then mm-hmm. just don't pay attention to it. That's it. Doesn't mean that you should personally want it to be banned. That's and exactly. I think too many fall into that mm-hmm. latter category. That's exactly. Hey, because I don't like mm-hmm. a certain type of music, mm-hmm. food, whatever. I want it banned, and right. I am against censorship. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to be the freest country. Many brave men and women have have died for that right. Amen. And just tune it out. It's mm-hmm. not gonna. Uh, I wish more would do that. So I can understand why you'd want to take a break. Yeah, just had to take a little a little breather.
1: Media. And, you know, I, I still enjoy it in small doses. Yeah. But just I think like anything else, I think um, the genuine um, connections are far more crucial. Yes. You know, yes, to promote business and yes, to do these things, those are necessary. Um, and it is a great tool and resource when you're looking for information, as long as you don't get caught up in the cycle. And 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 a lot of it, I'm telling
0: you, a a lot of my friends do make me laugh Mm -hmm. and I I get a thrill out of it. But uh, when they start getting too political or angry about certain issues, that's when I'm like, oh, boy. Right, Mm -hmm. uh, right.
1: Yeah. Well, you find yourself, you know, <laughs> reading everybody's posts in this war that they've created. They're and you going go, back
0: and forth, right?
1: Yeah, this is too much. Um, go to bed already and, you know, relax, <laughs> please. Go to the beach. and. But oh. you
0: know what it is? It's kind of like they're all Mike Tyson on social media. <laughs> mm-hmm. They would never say it to your face. But,
1: but that's on, exactly. On
0: social media, they're like, you know, crazy. But I, I, I again, your, your story caught my eye some time ago. It's, it was very inspirational. It's a personal thing. Not many people want to share this, this experience, but I'm hoping that whoever could be in a similar situation will have hope, have direction, and feel better about it. Because it's a pretty lousy situation to be in. There's
1: and we'll reach no out, you know, yeah. and reach out. Because there are resources, there are businesses that, that help with these things that I didn't even know about until kind of getting down the road in into sure. my process. And I'm happy to share that. So if you do have, um, you know, viewers that are, you know, concerned or, or not sure where to go or just have questions, I'm really I'm
0: She's so easy Facebook, to talk to. Folks,
1: <laughs> I am. It's Julie Percy. Percy Mayberry. Mayberry. Yes, maiden name. Yes. All so right, that's
0: a that's so a big. That's name a, there. that's so a long
1: yes. That's a long one. <laughs>
0: So your kids are just about out of the house.
1: Yes. They're... Are you
0: going to reinvent your life now? or? I'm. Other... N-
1: I don't think I'm reinventing my <laughs> life. I think I'm just going to explore some, some areas that yeah. I've always been thought about so you know maybe being in north florida a little bit closer i think you do
0: like that up there i do like it you, you know i'm yes, a fan of a bit but I love, fishing, the, I love fishing i love the springs i enjoy
1: yeah. yes i do i enjoy kayaking and hiking and all of the trails and we just you know we have a beautiful state i mostly
0: see so. by yourself no mr uh... Um,
1: there is no 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 special man okay. um i think that is one thing too uh there was a lot of stress that yeah. may have gone along with this you know condition <laughs> maybe i don't know Probably. I, I don't I know mean,
0: you know again so, you have a different you have a different outlook when something like this happens that you don't want to waste time maybe or and, a, and
1: that's it i just it, kind of move through i'm very content i'm very happy with my life as good. it is i love my children i love my yeah. family my friends that's what's important to me right now yes and i'm kind of focused on my next step maybe things that i didn't have the um you know maybe Wasn't at my forefront a couple of years ago, so I'm just kind of a little honed in on those things and well, listen, not
0: you could uh, your next twenty years could be like monumental. Like who knows?
1: I know, right? You're
0: you're in the medical field. Maybe you'll stay in it. Maybe you'll get out of it.
1: I I really don't know. I'm open to anything at this point. But I also know
0: that your story will help many. I appreciated that you came on and shared this with my listeners. And uh, I now I think even so much more of you.
1: Well, you're very kind, and I I thank you for having me on because it is a serious topic, and you know we're making, we're laughing about things, and and it's easy to to laugh and smile on the other side of something like that. But um, you know there are people available to to help navigate and help help people through it. So you know don't feel alone. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Don't feel alone in this journey.
0: Well, maybe I'll so, see you one of my shows in the future. And, absolutely. folks, this is going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. Again, this you'll find it on most of the podcast channels. And I do have a YouTube channel as well. And uh, may, it's the weekend.
1: Yes, it's Friday. It's April may, Fool's Day. It is April I don't Fool's Day. When fool's put Friday, I put that on the Friday, I said,
0: I hope she doesn't think I'm joking that I I'm know. having her. Might but not. no, uh, serious <laughs> subject. Try and laugh because life is short. It is. Life is hard. It's never been meant to be easy. That's true. So you have to have some outlets either by way of faith, patience, good support groups.
1: All of the above. I, and
0: this is <laughs> this is for people who don't have cancer.
1: It is. It's, it's just,
0: just <laughs> de- dealing with traffic every day, yeah, the right. news, and the grind of life. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Maybe she'll come back and uh, give us an update uh, of what she's doing. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for listening, folks.